2: The Great Cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing cricket at the grade level. It's a tough,
1: mean, dirty, dirty business being a great cricketer. A lot of cricketers, you know, that's all they know. They've mm. done it since they're 10 and they have a deep-seated fear of change. But the Great Cricket is all about being the most alpha version of yourself as
0: possible at all costs and at all times. I don't bat or bowl. I just feel the gully. Count the number of dot balls in a row. Sledge 15 yards. Make me feel better about myself. Thanks, champ. champ. Oh, no, you call me champ. Yeah, yeah! Hello and welcome to the Grey Cricketer Podcast, live from London. What's a live podcast? Well, it's just a podcast that's being recorded, but we're doing it live as opposed to in the past. This is a weird way to start things. Um, I'm Ian Higgins. I'm joined by Sam Perry. We're sitting in Hyde Park uh, at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we've just spoken to Peter Siddle, the team hotel. He's on the show. You already know that because it's, uh, it's in the uh, description. Um, you're going to hear ambient sounds of swans in the background, tourists walking past. Uh, and uh, and just a couple of blokes talking about the Ashes. Uh, cricket just completely normal stuff pez good morning to you and welcome good morning here thank you for
1: the welcome It's a gaze out over this uh beautiful lake mm. in hyde park uh we look completely normal completely um, normal people here are running around this wonderful lake as you said Hugo. So we can see the swans and the ducks existing peacefully together the swans are pretty fucking aggressive uh when you think about it as is my language uh th- <laughs> there's a um would you say there's a buzz in the air ahead of Lords? He goes, oh, I don't detect one around London or England that much. But once we got into kind of West London, into Kensington, we drove past mm. Lords to the team hotel. Can't reveal the location. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't ask for postcodes. Yeah, don't ask for postcodes. Uh, yeah, y- you can feel a little something because it's a really, it's a actually really beautiful morning here in London. Though they are forecasting some rain.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, um, we just I ate mean, at a French cafe, I, a boulangerie, if you will. <laughs> and this, I know you will. We just said, let's not make this too self-referential. True, true. Uh, so, live shows are available. No, um, <laughs> you smoke? Exactly, sorry, exactly. you no, come on, exactly. Um, Pez, uh, it's it's quite remarkable as an Australian coming over here and realizing how hard it is to find cricket, like it's on in media on the television. It's obviously not a where we obviously know that, but like. In the football season's already started it's it's you know the World Cup they won it so they don't care about the Ashes anymore which makes me think That's even, line, even yeah. more that like Australia's going to fucking win the Ashes man it's going to happen like, because people don't really care about it here they've got the thing they wanted they won the World Cup you know uh, illegally they won it mm. illegally mm. With this no, like, no, I think this they won it because it was legal and that was about oh, it oh <laughs> that was the thing yeah. Yeah, okay I, I misunderstood that um, but you know here we are on the crest uh, you know on the very eve of the Lords Test Match Australia would be feeling confident of going 2-0 up that's incredible. Like who saw this coming like a month ago? But here we are. Yeah, nobody saw it coming. Uh we've had there's a lot of people kind of like off air
1: whispering, you know, backstage wherever. Yeah. starting to indicate that the England team may not be feeling you know as pumped for these Ashes as they yep. ordinarily might because of the World Cup. There's now a counter narrative coming out. He goes that the Australia might be getting ahead of itself a little bit. And that's oh, true. That's re- and, yeah. th- and that's what we do. Yeah, I'll, I'm away. That's actually I'll in our constitution. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> do we have one?
1: Yeah, we've got a cupboard full of quicks. Uh, <laughs> England's completely injured, including Jimmy Anderson. Yep. Uh, Steve Smith will not be dismissed for the next three years no. as he compensates for his year out of the game. Yeah, uh, And so it's, we're looking at four or five nil. It's not really yeah. the case. A lot of it will depend on the Lord's pitch. That's pretty much what people are talking about mm-hmm. at the moment. And... Most people came to the conclusion, he goes, that for England to get back into the series, they needed to exploit Australia's biggest weakness, which was the moving ball. And the Mm -hmm. best way you do that is with a green seamer, you know, to create archetypal English conditions like that which we saw when England played Ireland. You know, they were dismissed for 85, but then they in turn dismissed Ireland for 38. Yes. (laughs) Normal stuff, which is the theme of this tour. Yeah. Uh, But news out of Lords is that it's looking like it might be a bit of a slow flat one that suits the batters, which I, I find that remarkable, presuming that, you know, cricket boards or the ICC or anyone can doctor wickets. And I know we've been told by those in the know ITK, mm-hmm. that that's not actually how uh, pitch creation works. Mm. But, uh, come on. If you were England, you'd have a rager, a raging
0: green seamer, how wouldn't do, you? Yeah, how do England win the next four test matches? Are they They win it by Creating conditions which are so foreign to Australia that uh, y- you know that they can outbat Australia mm-hmm. through low-scoring games. So mm-hmm. I think if they prefer a flat wicket or faster pitches, that's where Australia is going to thrive, and they can probably bring in your Hazelwoods and your Starks on the on the quicker pitches and probably even out bowl mm-hmm. England. Um, but I think it, I think England win win the test series the way they have done for the last fucking five series yeah. here just just be better with the Duke's ball and nick us off and nick us off for fun Yeah, like, it's just been so forgotten even though we keep talking about it it was 120 for 8 the test match was over yeah. England were going to win yeah. and they were still going to win on day 4 when Travis Head was out and Australia had a 110 run lead they were still going to win yeah. but Steve Smith is such you know in an, even for Steve Smith though that game that wasn't, a, that wasn't a normal Steve Smith game he's had a fucking worldie even for him mm. a remarkable game yes yeah. But, like, England's been so cucked, and I can't think of a better adjective than no. that, or any adjective or for, e- that, mind for that matter, because yeah. I have a small vocab- vocabulary and, uh, you know, an addiction to pornography. <laughs> 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 yeah. He said in Hyde Park. It's
1: getting late in the tour. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Um, that, like, England have won one tournament, they're like, well, that's good enough. That's good enough for us. We'll, we can just get through the summer here. We'll win the next one. Let's just get through the ashes. You know, you guys are going to win. You know, three, three, one, or something, and it's going to be fine. But like, I, I just feel like Australia is so vulnerable. But it feels like it feels like Australia now are just ahead of the series. Well, I'm still. We're all just wondering what the hell happened on day four
1: with Wokes and Broad not bowling. We were there. That's right. Why didn't they bowl? Why did Denley and Moen bowl? I know it was a turning pitch and stuff, but why didn't you bowl the bowlers that get Australian batsmen out? uh, uh, Let me pose you a question, here goes, because this is the second test preview. We're not talking about Edgbasson anymore. It's a point of history. uh, Very historic, actually. It was great to be there. But um, (laughs) Okay, uh, let me pose you this frightening hypothetical. Sure. What if... Chernobyl. (laughs) <laughs> and what a great series that is. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It is, yeah, sorry. There's a metaphor in that. Um, what if Steve Smith gets
0: out for a low score? What then what for you mean, Australia? Like, you mean like run out at the ball's end or something? Man cat. That's the way they should be targeting him. We've been trying to discuss this, haven't we? Yeah, what happens? I mean, what ha- so can can Australia, do Australia have any
1: sniff of anything uh, in its cricketing future over the next decade if yeah. Steve Smith gets out for a low score?
0: Uh no. Mm. no I mean like Travis Head batted well Yes You know Wade did get 100 Which, which is unfortunately for Him mm. going to be forgotten In the annals of history Because you know Smith did what he did Australia's batting is I mean you've spoken about this Very eloquently For the past month Like it, England conditions For Australian batsmen Is kryptonite yeah. It's the very antithesis Of how we've grown up It's Chernobyl it's, it, it is It's meltdown stuff mm. You know 19k <laughs> radiuses or whatever Or whatever yeah. um, Put a wall up is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> This is now a No one in or out. No, no one in or out. Russian politics, etc. propaganda. Mm. Um, mate, if C Smith gets if they get us out, if they get Steve Smith out, they get us out. Yeah. Us, because we're in the team now. Uh, and I think, like, there's going to be, when Steve Smith comes to the wicket, the crowd's going to be up. You know, it's a Lord's crowd, so it's not going to be raucous. Let's no. be right about that. Yeah. But it's Galatasaray. It, exactly. Yeah. But, like, you know, the, he's going to get his first ball in his mm. hip, and he's going to flick at the square leg, and the whole country's going to go oh fuck yeah, this, this for four hours because it's a sli- it's like it's, it's a drip dry it's, it's drip bleeding to mm. death isn't it like he's not it's not Dave Warner or Say Wag or Coley or, you know coming out flourishing drives and it just flicks off the hip crabbing across his stumps mm. just getting 150 through the leg side off his hip you know it's, it's not great to watch mm. you know for your purists out there but it's effective and they can't get him out um, so that's what, I, that's what I see happening in Lords mate
1: yeah, but then there is the the Archer factor. Uh, so factor. so England have selected Jofra Archer and Jack Leach. So yeah. that's a that's a, a you describe two bowling changes out of four as like wholesale kind of change. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Leach being selected as the Xavier Doherty uh, left arm orthodox yeah. to Kevin Peterson selection. Yes. Uh, Actually, quite harsh on Jack Leach. I apologise. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and obviously Jofra is uh, a major X factor. Somebody that many had in the first test, you know, uh, barring yeah. him just getting over the World Cup. Yeah. Um, he could, it, look he could be anything, so, you know. Um, yeah. it, but but there's now a war of words. Uh, right. That the media have confected a war of words between Langer and Archer. That's right. Langer said, "I would just like to see him bowl in his third or fourth spell, just putting a little bit of pressure on him." Mm-hmm. And Archer's come back and said or well, Justin's got another thing coming. And he probably said something else in 2014 on Twitter, which will therefore be <laughs> retrofitted for comedy, because that's uh, what we—that's what passes now.
0: <laughs> exactly. Mm. Someone said. Because that. Because
1: we don't ever repeat stuff from years ago. No, no,
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done, we've done two and a no, half thousand all, all, unique jokes. It's all original. Just, just do the champ stuff. Just mm. do the yeah. champ stuff. Just and just the be quiet, do the dad stuff and the champ stuff. Yeah, mate. It's, it's interesting with Archer because it's like there seems to be this thing where it's like it's either binary—he's either going to take ten phones in the first innings or he's going to be trash. Mm. There's obviously enough of a um, sample size where he's. Clearly, a very, very good bowler. Now, the question... So, he's, he's going to do well, right? He's going to take a few wickets. Now, the question is whether he, like, blows Australia away. Um, he, I think he's more likely to blow Australia away than take none for in the Test match. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. he, he's a great bowler. You know, he, he, he's tall, he hits the bat heart, he's going to be pumped up. Th- there is a bit of a thing of, like, are you good enough at this level? He's clearly good enough at the level. You know, test cricket is obviously a different beast, and we spoke to Peter Siddle this morning about this, and, and, and Peter was saying that, you know, it, it is a different skill, red ball cricket to, to white ball cricket. But but um, it's going to be really fascinating because he, he's not your typical... Um, he seems to get a lot of wickets attacking the stumps, as opposed to, you know, Australians, in nick off, so mm. it's more slow, a bit slightly slower bowling. It's not as back of a length as what Archer bowls, mm. I find. Um, but it's going to be fascinating because, I mean, it's going to be a great challenge. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing him bowl and, you know, buying an Archer, you know, one jersey or whatever. What number is he gonna wear, do you reckon? Not sure. Ten? Looks like a ten. Yeah. What what what's the number of someone who
1: who daggers in Barbados? <laughs> well we know it's sixty nine. Yeah. yeah. That's the answer. That's uh, the answer. And then conversely on the Australian front, yeah. the cupboard is full of quicks. It's full. Now. Um cupboard's full, mate. Cupboard's full and we're full yeah. You know, Australia's full. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, there's heaps of space in Australia yeah. Where welcome I refugees at any point yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, I just got distracted with refugee talk yeah, Um the cupboard's full The cupboard's full of quicks And no one, I don't think many people foresaw a scenario Where a guy like Peter Siddle actually has claim to maybe playing in all five tests. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about rotations, etc., yeah. and whatever, but there's a certain balance that he brought to the side with the bowling where he could dry up and end the best Nunfer Langer's ever seen. Yep. Uh, a, you know, an expertise in the English conditions and a sort of humility that that brings of the, you know, with the Australian side foregoing you know, the need for speed, yep. everything going through the chest and something that's actually more effective in English conditions. Yep. It worked at Baston beautifully yep. while he didn't take a whole load of poles. It allowed Nathan Lyon to come on the other end, yep. Pattinson Cummins. Yep. Um, but Lang has been coy about who's going to play and there's this, there's this kind of enduring suggestion that no one's going to play five tests they're all going to get a go at some point so yep. maybe they'll just stick with horses for courses they'll mm. just look at the wicket which always looks green 3 days out yep. if it's low and slow if it's slow and flat that would probably count against peter Siddle you would say probably lack the penetration in the sort of uh, first or second innings yep. but if there's a little bit about it maybe they'll play him.
0: I think, actually, Siddle's more likely to play five tests than Pattinson, for instance, mm. who I think is your strike bowler. Sure. So I think, like, it's really fascinating because Australia, the last 15 years, the way they've played, every bowler needs to have the potential to take eight wickets in the mm. test match, right? And actually, you know, in, in basically every level of cricket, if you've got a guy who's drawing runs up from one end, the wickets are going to come from the other That's end. Right. It's like a really basic principle yeah. from, like, any level of cricket. And so Siddle, I don't think... He's in the team to take eight wickets test. He's in the team to go at, like, two and a half and over and just dry up one end, basically. It's because if you st- England's batters want to hit boundaries, don't they? You think of this, especially in the middle order Stokes, Butler, Bairstow, yes. um, even Moinelli, who won't be yeah. playing, but, like, uh, and Joe Root as well. Boundary hitters. Uh, Jason Roy as well. So if you stop their boundaries, all of a sudden they look for it off more attacking bowlers, and that's why I think, like, Siddle is a very key... He's also bowled extremely well here, and he's, been as, he's, he's picked because he bowls well here, right? So, to me, it seems more likely that your, your strike bowler is going to get rotated. That's where Stark might come into it. I think there was a couple of times in the edge test match where, like, it was the end of day four and Siddle bowled the first over when there was, like, three overs left, and people would be like, oh, this is where you want Stark to bowl, right? But over the course of the test match, Siddle was much more effective in longer spells than what Stark would be. Because I think, I think you might have said, either privately or publicly, Pez, that, like, Stark is very one gear, you know, and he will leak runs. He'll go at five and six and over. He might get your eight wickets for the Test match, but he will leak runs. Mm. So I mean, what's better for the team? It seems to me Siddle is more likely. Well,
1: and, and their mantra this series seems to be far more based around discipline, and the kind right. of hawkish Lehman uh, era yeah. of like pushing the game forward and yeah. and and turning it yourself. I wonder whether the setup is actually like it, they're so balanced that maybe uh, Hazelwood is the replacement for Siddle and um, Stark is a replacement for Pattinson and so that's maybe how they're thinking about it so if Siddle retains his place and you're not going to see Hazelwood you probably won't see both of them in the same side and same goes Pattinson-Stark but yeah I mean you know cliche but great problems to have for Australia and look it's just so funny though because we're we're so surprised that Australia finds itself in such a strong position uh, and, it can, and and it can change, you know, so quickly. Sure. It has changed before. I mean, Australia squared up the series a couple of, uh, four years ago at Lords. Right. Hey, when it was one one all after Lords, and uh, Smith has got a double ton. And look what happened after that. It just unraveled really quickly. So yep. um, we're going to hear more about that from. Peter Siddle, but yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. There's meant to be some rain around. It's a beautiful day here at the moment. It's meant Mm. to be raining for the next week or so. So Mm. you know that probably plays into Australia's hands as well. Given that you know it's maybe looking too far ahead, but if it is a draw or a rain affected draw, you know they both share the twelve points of the ICC (laughs) 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 test, which is the main thing.
0: But um, yeah, great stuff for Australia. Australia only needs to retain. Yeah. So well, that's it, mate. Australia might only need to get one more one more win in this series and they will they will hold the ashes you know I, I think that's might be realistic to say uh, wouldn't Australia love a 1-0 result wouldn't they just take <laughs> four washouts from here and we'd be, there'd be a parade through the streets going down George Street yeah. in Sydney what
1: would you prefer one nil or nil nil? I know we can't do nil nil now, but I mean, if we think, this is the same as Stokes's boundary yeah. uh, off his bat, yeah. you know, like, is it more fun to win when you've really fucking annoyed the opposition or done something just extremely jammy, or do you prefer to just you know bump and pump as we've uh, said, <laughs> as said before? Do you want to annihilate through bumping and pumping, or do you want to get the jammy win? Is it better to win annoying the opposition? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think England would would agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree. Definitely. Yeah. So one nil. We're looking at one nil here. One nil. A couple of rain affected draws. Yeah. A couple of uh, sti- Smith Smith bats. Smith two days. rear so guards. Game or yeah. All bats
0: for five days. Bats for five days. <laughs> Just bat have, him out. Yeah. <laughs> Gets the oval. Yeah. Just need a draw. Yeah. Well, bat thanks. Bat him out of it. Steve's on seven hundred and eighty. Yeah. Of a million balls. That'd be good. And then we declare with um, with like a session to go uh, on day five. Give him a ball. Mm. Um, yeah, mate. I'll take one nil. Um, mate, that's that's been our Preview for the Ashes test. Have we, have we solved anything now? I think. Australia, I mean, this this test is the series, right? This is it.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I probably, think it could
0: prob- be. probably not. Well, if Australia
1: win, two nil. Yeah. There's three to go though. It's test cricket. Test cricket though. Test cricket, like a, like test cricket in the modern era, everything can just turn on a dime so quickly. Mm. So I still have I, I still have Stuart Broad's melting face
0: yeah. in my head from Tram He yeah. He. He did a number on us yeah. Uh, there. Yeah, okay. Um, well, we were very fortunate to be invited to the Australian Team Hotel this morning. Uh, we've, we've pre-recorded this. Uh, so we spoke to Peter Siddle at 7.30 in the morning after finishing our live show at about midnight last night. So yeah. um, we were, I was very hungover, as you're much better behaved. We spoke to the most sober man in England, Peter Siddle, and here he is now.
2: Two and a half minutes and I'm out, so... <laughs> 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 make it <a> quick, boys. <laughs> a
1: little insight there from uh, talking yeah. to international yeah. cricket. and no, no yeah. we'll kick off. Okay, so it's another uh, normal circumstance for the grade cricketer, the grade cricketer enterprise. Um, it's 7.45am, just about um, on Lord's Test Eve, and here we are, uh, he goes and I, at the Australian Team Hotel. Can't reveal the location, uh, and we won't reveal the location. Mm-hmm. Um, but we yes. are <laughs> We're sat here. Yeah, we might, because mm. we're unprofessional. Yes. But um, yeah. we're sat here with Australian Pace Maestro, the Heartbeat, of that pace attack at Edgbaston that uh destroyed England and helped us feel safe again uh, as a nation yes Peter Siddle Peter um welcome to the great cricketer podcast
2: cheers boys I'm excited to be on on this beautiful morning in London
1: yeah well we met you just earlier and uh you look uh you look just and fresh fresh, and <laughs> yeah. smiling um yeah. less so for us yeah I would say so. Just a, a neat little contrast there, of you know how a healthy life mm. uh, looks. I'm minutes away from dying, honestly. Mm. <laughs> minutes.
2: <laughs>
1: but um, we won't go into you know the heady world of international cricket and, and, yeah. the, and the circuit that we're now on. Yeah. Um, or podcasting, yeah, yeah, it does yeah. Sound
2: like a good, good circuit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah for a couple of days. Circuit. Yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah <a> good yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, rock and roll. Um, no, let, let, let's start at the beginning, Pete. Uh, you know, you're a stalwart of the Dandenong Cricket Club. Uh, some great connections there. Obviously, Jimmy Patterson's there as well. Uh, can you just tell us about your earliest memories of Dandenong Cricket Club? I mean, like all of these guys we talked to, I'm sure you were a prodigy. Uh, so you would have you would have been there with men uh, at a very early age yep. with some um, yeah some traumatic experiences, no doubt, like all of us.
2: <laughs> There's always some of those. But um, no, I was just a little uh, a little young hack, really. I just um, I wasn't super super talented, but I moved to Dandenong um, when I was about I think I was 15 when I started playing senior cricket at Dandenong. I'm originally from Gippsland which is 2 hours east of of Melbourne, Dan on closest team. Mm. Closest place for the parents to travel so they, cho- they chose that one for me but um yeah I've been there yeah since uh, ever since so I've um, had a lot of good memories and uh yeah a lot of, a lot of not so good memories that uh, that you speak of I think um if you if you want something funny I think <laughs> Obviously, showering is always a big issue. A big issue for for young kids um, coming into a senior cricket team. This has to be the brief from CA. <laughs> of the That's key Just talk to them about showers; yeah, they'll be right. fine. I love like the shower stuff. Yeah. I thought you might like this. But um, and uh, as as a young sixteen-year-old uh, kid, you don't really want to get in the shower. You're a bit nervous around the around the senior guys. And um, I did that for the first three games, and then they uh, they were quick to say, "Okay, Sids, you got an ultimatum. You either you either get nude, and get in the shower." Or we're throwing all your cricket gear in Right And I thought Mum and dad have played a lot of money For this cricket gear yeah. I've got no money to yeah. pay for any yeah. So I'm like Yeah no worries right. yeah. Dropped the strides And in I went And yeah. um, I was sweet from there I felt relaxed in the changing room Oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you and you felt relaxed ever since Tubbing obviously
1: Like we, we hear the tubbing culture In the Australian side It's pretty good Cam yeah. said everyone just gets in, gets into their yeah. work yeah. I suppose you play cricket for Australia So you, you've negotiated tubbing politics yeah. I presume
0: You don't for play for Australia without it nah. Without negotiating Tubbing politics mm. That's right you've,
2: got, you've gone through it all From those junior days To then obviously Moving in the state cricket I was confident By the time I got The state cricket So I was alright yeah, mm. First one to get the gear Off and straight in I'm like yeah, come right. on boys <laughs> Let's go mm. Telling
1: 16 year old youngsters You've got to do it Otherwise the kid's in <laughs> I
2: was making sure I wasn't the man Doing yeah. that But yeah. it's okay When you're the 16 year old Yeah Yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah no, There's a strong crew In the shower Yeah Good, good crew. In your uh,
0: early on, were you always we always rapid? Like when you first came into the shield, you're like sort of one fifties and stuff. Like but you could always bat as well, but were you always quick as a as a junior?
2: Yeah, I was as a young bloke. I think I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I think all I knew was to run in and bowl fast. So hmm. as a young kid, that's all I did, um, and it works for a while. Until hmm. it didn't take long for the the senior guys at um, state level though to work out that this bloke's not really running in and bowling fast. They're not, really, they're not really moving around or anything, so it's a little bit easier to bat against. But, um, yeah, I think as a young bloke, when you're fresh and haven't played a lot of cricket, it mm. is pretty easy just mm. to charge in, you're excited. Mm. Uh, you just want to try and get to that next level. Mm. And um, so you just go out there and have a red-hot crack and... Mm. Some days it comes out a bit faster than others, but I was definitely a yeah, hell of a lot quicker when I was younger. Yeah,
0: and, and how long did you have to wait for your first grade to boo, sort of 16, 17? <laughs> it's just normal stuff, you know, really it's a to yeah, earn, earn your stripes.
2: Yeah, I, w- I wasn't too bad. I played uh, pretty much, um, I played about seven games. I played a couple in the two, a couple in the threes, a couple in the twos. Right. Okay. And then um, I went away and played in the um, the state under, or the national under 17 carnival stuff, uh, in yeah. Victoria. Did okay um, But um, yeah Came back And they gave me a chance And ended up finishing the season In the one So um, I didn't have to wait too long Which was yeah. uh, which was good yeah, batting
0: three as well Batting three up in the bowling
2: mm. Nah I could not hold the bat Really? In in senior cricket Junior I was a, an all-rounder um, But yeah Once I got in the seniors I couldn't hold it I reckon I made a, a, About three or four ducks In my first five or six hits right. So So um, I think my grade cricket average Is probably less It's not even double figures I don't think Yeah so, right I think we'll just get it up now I might <laughs> it, <actually>. yeah, okay. <laughs> You must be looking oh, forward yeah, to uh, your It's, it's 9.27 yeah. I think Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it wasn't, it wasn't great I was definitely batting at 11 When I first started yeah, playing well, You obviously had
0: to work On your batting Because obviously you hit 44 With Steve um, In the first test match here he batted brilliantly so you obviously worked on your batting for a number of years now. Yeah, enjoyed
2: good. a hell of a lot more than bowling. bowling. Yeah. <laughs> Bowling's horrible. So, yeah. um, no, I love my batting. I think um, yeah, it is. Once once I got more accustomed to playing senior cricket, and then obviously, the same thing happened when I went into first class cricket. You start yeah. you start out poor, you struggle, yeah, um, and then you learn to adapt pretty quickly. But um, yeah, it probably took a while. But I guess the last couple of years. Um, Yeah, as you get older, you're probably a little bit more patient. You're happy to spend a bit of time out in the middle and face a few balls. And yeah, yeah, it probably helped this year. I was over in England um, previous to this Ashes series and um, got a good opportunity to have a good bat and make a few runs. And uh, yeah, the first test was. Obviously, uh, a bit of a success in the end, which was nice. Oh, wonderful success!
1: We want to talk about Lords in a second, but before we do, just focusing on your career and those kind of um, formative experiences. Can you take us back to the O seven O eight Shield final where you kind of broke through, destroying New South Wales uh, in that final? Which i you know, a, a little grin comes over your face as I say that to you now, <laughs> to New South Welshman <laughs> here. Um, what, what are your memories of that? How important was that in shaping, you know, your sense that? you know, you could go all the way.
2: Yeah, I think it's what I said about like you, you get up into that next level and you just wanna have you just wanna have a crack and I think, you know, we're well, coming up against that side, they, they was star studded. They had everyone in there. Um, you know, Michael Clark, Haddon, Kadich, Phil Jakes, um young Phil Hughes, mm. um and in their bowling attack was Brett Lee, uh, Stuart Clark, Nathan Bracken, Stuart McGill, um, and Bo Casson, the young lefty yeah. who could bat a bit as well. So yeah. It was an unbelievable lineup, and I think yeah, it was just about having a crack. And yeah, got five from the first innings, four in the second. Um, yeah, they de- declared on me seven down, so I was a little bit disappointed. I couldn't have a crack <laughs> at getting those, <laughs> getting one of those last three for ten. But um, like we ended up losing that match. Um, but yeah, just having a, having that opportunity to play against a st- like a lineup like that, which was pretty much you know a half or two thirds of a, an Australian lineup. I think, um, yeah, it made me feel like I, I, I belong and, and I felt a lot more comfortable in the first-class arena. and um, It was, a, yeah, obviously a, not a great finish for the year for Victoria, but um, personally, yeah, I, f- I, felt, I felt a lot more comfortable after that. Um, I'm just conscious of your time here as well because there's so much of
1: your career that we could get into, but, uh, you know, we are, we are sat only a couple of kilometres from Lords and I think everyone at home is just, you know, can't wait for this Lord's Test to start and for Australia to sink their teeth into this series a little bit more. I mean, I feel like your story of of sort of transformation and who you are now kind of mirrors where Australian cricket is now a little bit as well. I mean, you've seen so many different iterations of the Australian side. What's the side you're in at the moment? You know, what's the feel around the group? How does it compare to sides you've been in in the past?
2: Yeah, it's a strong group. I think in the past we probably... Like, and it's and no one in particular's fault, but I don't think we've probably been as prepared for a series, or you know, the group as a whole prepared for an, an Ashes series in the UK. Um, but we get a feeling around this group. There's a, there's enough guys that have had experience playing in England, whether it's county cricket, um, the Aussie A team were here for a long time before um, the series. Even just that little intra club match that we played. Like um, people like sort of look at it like, oh, it's a you know a bit of a wank, and well, why are you doing something like that? But 25 of the best cricketers suited for English conditions playing in a, in a game against each other. That's, that's better than any like, first-class game you could play mm. in the country. So I think just the preparation we've had um, and the willingness around the whole group, you know, you had Mitchell Stark and Joshy Hazelwood missing out in that first test. There's 211 wickets for Starkey, 180, I think, for Joshy, at um, unbelievable records. To have them around the group, um, you know, missing out, but, you know, still, still strong because they know it's going to be a, a big series. Everyone's going to play a part. So it's just about biding your time and making sure you're ready to go when, uh, when called upon. And um, who knows, there could be a, a few more opportunities this, this test um, coming. I
0: was going to say, like, in terms of preparation, you were playing for Essex last year. There was a photo of you bowling in a beanie. Mm. Um, is that the reason why Australia's <laughs> going to win the Ashes, is what you're saying?
2: Oh, mate, I hope it doesn't get that temperature again. <laughs> that, that, that was horrible. I think um, yeah, last year we walked out. It was 11.30 a.m. because we started um, the morning because of bad light. At 11.30 a.m. <laughs> 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 we, uh, we, we couldn't start on time because of bad light. But we walked out there and it was, uh, check the temperature, one degree. Feels like negative two. Yeah and I'm like oh yeah perfect weather yeah. so I got out there and I'm like I'm not taking this beanie off so <laughs> ended up bowling a six over spell with a beanie on two, Bow, bowl two, well? two jumpers yeah. two jumpers and two shirts um, yeah <laughs> I, I did bowl alright actually Bro- <laughs> broke one bat and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 got, and got one caught behind so it wasn't a bad result uh, but uh, je- uh, it, it was freezing
1: Mate um just on the on the transformation stuff, I mean, we always feel like Australia, like, for whatever reason, needs an ankle you know, like, and you've been part of all of these sides, like, you know, under Punter, it was like, let's not look at the opposition in the eyes, you know, with, you know, Clark was get ready for a broken fucking arm. And now it's, you know, electrons through the body and earthing and stuff and, and uh, you know, yoga courses and... Uh, holistic medicine etc yeah I'm, I'm straight
2: to meditation after this yeah so. yeah exa- <laughs> exactly I mean you're a, you're a man of adaptation because you've been Correct. through all of
1: it you know yeah. which do you prefer the yeah. most you like the alpha chest stuff or are you more into the kind of new age uh, you know I
2: think uh, I'm a bit of a chameleon I sort of, yeah. I sort of adapt to each whatever you want yeah whatever you want, want. Oh, yeah, Jay, oh yeah Yeah, meditation yeah. yoga <laughs> go off a morning walk with him yeah. as well we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get our chai, chai latte and We'll be good to go, but um, no, nah, I reckon I'll, I've just been able to blend in um, yeah. all, through, all through the years. I, I was punter's little go-to man yeah, when I was young, yeah, bowling yeah. fast and trying to, trying to hit him in the head, bowling bounces, yeah. and now I'm, now I'm running the meditation classes, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> making the smoothies, and, uh, but no, nah, I think, um, yeah, it, it has changed a lot. I had a lot of different coaches, a lot of different captains, um, a lot of different players, but um, yeah, it's enjoyable, I think. Um, you know, I think that's just the game, isn't it? I think everyone you just you just change with the modern uh, modern day, and um, and that's how it is now. And I think you know that's it's working for for the guys that are, that are into it. So uh, if it, if it's working, we'll stick to it.
1: Nice. Uh, t- just just tell us about Lords. Obviously, people will be listening to this just on the eve of the Test match. Uh, you know, I know you can't give away the side or anything like that. There is a lot of speculation. Uh, you know, because we've never had fuller stocked uh, a bigger stocked cupboard of quicks. Yeah. Uh, so you obviously won't give anything away. But oh, mate! So I wish I knew the side as well. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, how's the team feeling? You know, we've been talking to a couple of guys off air uh, who've been in and around the England setup, saying, you know, I think we're, you know, we could be really struggling here. But, I mean, should should guys at home, should people at home start to start to believe, you know, that uh, you know this could be something special?
2: Yeah, I think they should. I think the thing with any Asher series, though, I think both countries have the belief for at least the first half of the series that their country's going to win. I think, um, and that's how it's always been, whether you've been the favourite or the underdog. But I think, you know, it, to get that first test out of the way and the win, it does leave you in a good position going forward. Um, obviously, Lords is a, is a ground we've had a lot of success on. So it, it is a place coming into 1-0. You're mm-hmm. coming into Lords, even though there is a little bit of rain around, which it could um, hold to that. But um, it is a place that we like playing. We have success here. So, you know, to go 2-0 up, in a series um, would be, yeah, would be amazing. the boys are up and about. I think the excitement from a lot of boys who haven 't played at lords um, you know they 're buzzing, so I think um, we 're in a good place um, but like like we said it 's only it is only one game I know it 's a cliche, but you you got you've got, you got to win three uh to 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 win the series um so that 's what we've got to concentrate on concentrate on this one get the, get the second one, and go from there but um yeah we 're here to win the series, and the boys are definitely um, definitely up and about to to, to accomplish that. Should probably
1: uh, also just ask about Joffre Archer as well, you know, who we love. He obviously won the World Cup. I think Hub. everyone in Australia loves him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was. Uh, yep. He went on a circuit in Barbados, daggering yes. people in his yes. English kit. Yeah, can't get much better than no, that. He wins. I still got the term <laughs> "daggering." By the way, it's not a euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dance. It's it a thrust. It's a, food, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. thrust. Uh, well, he's yeah. entered into a war of words with JL, uh, who just said we we want to see him in Test cricket, and he said, "Well, you got another thing coming, JL." You got any response to uh, to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: not much. You've got to face him, so yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> potentially. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, how you going, mate? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on the, te- <laughs> on, the te- on the test debut, like. Everything you've done for Australia in the Big Bash has been great. Uh, can you please look after me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that, I can see that. will make headlines everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think,
2: yeah. out of everything, yeah, I know he's had a little pot shot back at JL, but I don't know if he knows, JL's a, a crazy little man that's got a black belt in uh, karate and can fight, so I'm not, I'm not so sure he's the one he wants to be having pot shots at, but... Um, no, nah, I think it's it's going to be good fun. I think, you know, everyone in Australia's witnessed Joffer in the Big Bash, how exciting he is to watch and, um, and to play against. So, um, it, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a bit of fun. Um, but I think the thing in our favour, which Lang did, obviously bring up, is that yeah, he hasn't played a lot of red ball cricket, and red ball is a different beast to run in and bowling four overs and ten overs. Um, so that's probably going to be the be the big test for him. And as confident he is, um, no doubt in the back of his mind, he probably is thinking a little bit you know 30 40 50 overs in a match um you can't you can't just you know you can't just go out and think you can do that you gotta you gotta be able to have that practiced and um done over the years so it is going to be a test for him but on the other hand it's a great challenge for us um and i think yeah the boys are excited about facing him and and and, and the battle that it's going to bring and the challenge it'll that's going to come so um yeah looking forward to it and uh yeah we've all been practicing our bounces uh, in the net <laughs> <laughs>
1: Peter Siddle, thank you for joining the Grade Cricketer podcast and enduring whatever uh, this was in the Australian Team Hotel,
2: whose location we can't reveal. <laughs> thank you, boys. Now It's been great fun and yeah, look forward to getting on again another time. Cheers. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook.
0: Got it. Go ahead, make it down Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. NFL Sunday Ticket
1: is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With the NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live, because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. It's time for, uh, well, two blokes today off the internet.
0: Uh, to talk about swimwear yeah. in the UK That's at right. in, in Hyde Park, yeah, and we came p- down to a pond's bez because um, it's eight in the morning and we're yeah. wearing budgie smugglers doing a podcast. We're not getting any strange looks. You know when you're on the tube and that no, you can do anything, no one looks at you. It's the same in Hyde Park apparently. Yes, and uh, and, and if you'd like to join us, not just here but just
1: generally wearing budgie smugglers in inappropriate places. That's right. Or inappropriate places. Uh, we do have some on sale, some custom smugglers on sale. Right, Don't yeah. they limited edition. I'm not sure there are many left. There's been a frightening yeah. surge on them, particularly in Australia. Yep. But so uh, we're releasing our all-time alpha range. You're going to yep. see Alex Carey's face bandaged up. You're going to see Viv Richards. You're going to see Ian Botham appearing on 1986, a Scottish Q&A show, yep. talking to teenagers about uh, uh, childcare and uh, fox hunting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's two of, two of my favourite images on the budgies. Pat Cummins' eyes Of course Which just peek over the back mm. And um, just a photo of Chris Tremlett That is just I mean it's not even a funny photo It's just a photo of Chris Tremlett It's just what, what it implies mm. And what it implies that you're alpha And he's an all time alpha that's right. So we got them on sale. You can go to budgysmuggler.com.au. You can get your own
1: custom smugglers as well. You literally go and it's extremely easy. That's you right. just upload a couple of pictures and yep. uh, they do the rest for you. Yep. Uh, so you can do that. That's a really easy process. And there's a whole bunch of other swimwear you can buy. They're available in the UK as well. I think that's, that's right. budgiesmuggler.co.uk. Uh, and you can find them all over social media, etc. Literally, it's just, you know, do you need all the details? Just Google those
0: words, budgie smuggler. Yep. yep. If you can find a podcast, you can find budgie smuggler, which is the tagline. Yeah. cheers hashtag ask TGC Pez this morning fantastic to way to Peter Siddle um, one thing I've noticed is that like mate the more professional athletes we meet they're just all fucking enormous massive like Peter Siddle I thought was was gonna be little not, not necessarily little but just smaller like yeah. like I'm one, you know like to keep fit yeah, Siddle's bigger than me and thicker yeah. thick yeah. skin looking amazing he's an absolute picture of health yeah he is yeah. yeah and I say that as someone who is a fucking absolute vessel of illness and alcohol at the moment uh, great tour let me tell you really yeah. good tour these, these, these podcast tours I come around too often yeah. Well they do you've got to cash in I've always said that Yeah,
1: you have always said that I, I can <laughs> confirm that for those wondering as well uh, why uh, it's just he goes and I uh, and not Dave Dave is in London as you guys know uh, we're doing a live show but so we just one of the kind of tropes of the of the industry yeah uh industry god so. we've sold out um yeah. we got a very late call up just before we went on stage last night in london uh from the Creek australia media that we that, you know to let us know that we did have this interview with uh peter but it was going to be at seven thirty in the morning and just given where dave's staying it um it was going to make it quite a difficult round trip uh, for him to make it in uh from uh where he was staying uh, and then home again before our live show
0: it's a whole logistical thing so um, for those wondering uh, that's where Dave is alright Nick writes in growing up my dad worked hard messing uh, that he rarely sorry growing up my dad worked hard messing that he rarely if ever attended I don't think it means meaning meaning that he rarely if ever attended my cricket matches I accepted this at the time and it has extended into my adult career of mediocre club cricket however this year, my dad finally came to see me play. Literally 15 years since he last saw me play. Sadly, it was an MCC game against a foundation hub. Uh, there's a lot of typos going on here. Yeah. Which is not easy at this hour in the morning when I'm hungover. Uh, what this means is that I was playing against 13-year-olds. Yes, 13 with rolling subs. Children. With a top age of 14. I walked out to bat and got 40 odd not out, 32 off 25 balls, and was left with only the fundamental meaningless of my own achievement. My dad congratulated me, but I'm now worried that this uh, is all that he thinks I've achieved in what I will loosely call my cricket career. More depressingly, it has made me question whether it is all I have achieved at the ripe age of 33. Have I got beyond needing my dad's approval?
1: Thanks for the question. That's possibly the <laughs> loosest reading we've had <laughs> of a yeah. question and full of typos as yeah. well. Uh, look, I guess my question is, well, firstly, yes, obviously you want your dad's approval. What's um, the kind sir's name? Nick. And uh, secondly, you, you wondered whether that score was all your cricket uh, career had kind of amounted to. And yeah. I just want to post you, Nick, is it? Maybe that was one of your best scores. <laughs> and if your dad was there while that happened... Be bloody grateful for that. Mm. And if your dad came up to you after a match, there I can tell you, Nick, there are thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of men mm-hmm. of varying levels of um, social and psychological functionality lis- listening to this podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. thinking, if only my dad had congratulated me, oh, yeah. especially after making 30-odd not out, yeah. which, to be frank, is probably in the top 20 of most people's highest scores. Yeah. So, I don't know if this is a bit of a, like, one of those damned with faint praise kind of things where Nick's actually trying to show us he is a good cricketer, Mm -hmm. but basically you've written in, you've said, I've played for the MCC, Mm -hmm. sure it's against 13-year-olds, I hit 30-odd not out, I'm calling it 40-odd, my dad was here and he congratulated me, sorry,
0: what's the problem? Doesn't get any better. we're, we're, We're in Hyde Park, there's, like, families walking around. You know, children, can hear the swans. proud parents. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking like this never happens at club, club cricket. Mm. You know, and rightfully so. I feel so. Um, okay, Elliot Baker Sorry, writes Nick. in. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, um, have a great day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and life. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, have a good life. Have a good life. Yeah, don't write in again. Mm. With, uh, answering those mm. questions that we just post to you, Elliot Baker writes. This, says, "Hi boys, I've recently moved from Queensland to <laughs> the London." <laughs> hmm. Uh, I told people it was purely to see more of Europe. In reality, it was just to experience a summer of a lifetime with a World Cup followed by the Ashes. Attached is a screenshot of a Steve Smith Instagram post reflecting his two 140-plus scores. Since moving, I've only had the odd one-sentence message from the old man. So I was truly amazed to view that my father, a man incapable of correctly using social media, has commented a full three sentences on a said Steve Smith photo. His comment reads, Very happy for you, mate. Keep it going and never forget where you've been. Your dad, sorry, you dad and nation are very proud of you. You spelt with the letter, not the word. Lads, I don't know what's worse my father's spelling and grammar, or the fact that he actually thinks Steve will give this a read. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that I've been playing park cricket for a local club in West London since I've arrived, and despite averaging 17.12, Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, I haven't received any such encouragement from Father. Do I need to score back-to-back hundreds to receive such a message? And does every bloke over 50 wish their son was a Steve Smith? Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. So so the, the dad has actually commented under Steve
1: Is the dad writing to Steve Smith? Correct. <laughs> on his, <laughs> it's on his Instagram yeah, photo. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So the dad doesn't talk to his own he's son. he's very happy for you, mate. Well, you know, who would you... <laughs> Well, I mean, that's probably... Yeah, just goes to show. I mean... Um, you know what, Dad hasn't commented under Steve Smith. To be honest, Good in point. the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Message, I got a four, yeah. I got a 15 month old son. Yeah. Uh, Send the DMs. Yeah, and I've I've written to Steve Smith saying so just very proud as a father. Yeah. Uh, of you, you're yeah. only three years younger than me, but I'm a dad now. <laughs> 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 Your nation's, proud, Your nation's
0: of you. proud of you. Your nation's
1: proud of you. Don't remember, you know. Uh, don't, don't don't forget Mate, where you
0: came from. Is this the beginning on. of the end for Instagram? Like, because you know why Facebook's dying? It's because everyone's parents go on it and they start posting weird stuff. Is that right? And, and they, don't, they don't realize that like the world can see what you're writing yeah you know, like everyone's got everyone's got a weird uncle who posts yeah. weird shit on the internet or like yeah. very strong political views yes. like they, they do that's why Facebook's not working anymore uh-huh. Instagram's still the younger generation that's why it's thriving right so this could be the beginning of the end you know just dad's posting this like the nation's proud of you Steve yeah on Instagram it's the beginning of the end man I'm telling you thanks right. for the question yeah yeah, yeah yeah thanks for the question sorry I just got to open my phone back up normal mm. stuff oh yeah yeah Bumble good yeah just swiping now um Jesse, good day, guys. Big fan. I've got a bit of a suggestion or probably just a really far-fetched request for you blokes. Growing up, my brother and dad were big fans of Roy and HG's commentary for the Origin Games and the odd ODI. I reckon you blokes would absolutely kill it, doing some commentary for the cricket. Not only would you offer some incredibly fresh and honest insight, but it it would have all of us in fucking stitches. More than likely, this will roll over your heads, but I have brought this up to heaps of my mates who are big fans. And all agree, it would be uh, about time if you did. would mean a lot if you addressed it and maybe got some feedback and asked your audience if they think it would be a good idea. Either way, best of luck over there in the UK and keep doing what you're doing. Cheers, boys. Jesse, we're we gonna yeah. do some commentary. Yeah, oh, I wrote that question. <laughs> yeah, <I found laughs> yeah. it's one of his burner accounts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is well,
1: great to Let's separate just... a few things. Firstly, okay, uh, Roy and share the absolute kings. Yeah, uh, they are not to be trifled with. They they are gods, and any comparison is. Um, Embarrassing, frankly. They are yeah. absolute legends. So yeah. let's not insert ourselves Here in us. that conversation. No, yeah. let's. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You wrote the question, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, that was Jesse, my alter ego. <laughs> Jesus oh Jesus! There's a swan. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They fucking stampeded us. Uh, swans
0: don't stampede. Yeah. Not to be confused with the London Swans, who yeah. are people who play uh, AFL who moved from Australia to London.
1: Well, this is that was a great commentary opportunity, and we just yelled. And we fucked it. <laughs> A uh, a flock of swans I would say about 35 In unison uh, Started uh flying swooping towards us yeah. just past a bench and, and into panicked. the water we're and we panicked and yelled yeah, in yeah. this uh, great commentary moment and that was RNG Yep. so for, uh, for all those producers out there listening yeah. that's uh they're our chops I don't he goes yeah. i mean let's let's answer it yeah. that's something we'd love to do i think we always try and take on a new project yeah. every summer i think we could do something like that i think uh yeah. people would wouldn't mind a, a disrespectful grade cricketer great cricket overlay to the yeah. cricket that they watch uh, i think while a lot of the commentary out there is good there's a lot of mate protecting that goes on. There's a lot of vanilla descriptions yeah. of the cricket going on. Yeah. And I, I do think... And uh, that could be us. And we that could, could be us our doing that. We could become mates with our superstars and Absolutely. then just protect them on air. Yeah. And uh, pretend that we've never met the fans. Uh. 100%. <laughs>
0: Anonymous writes in, Hashtag RCJC, I was in the toilet of your live show in London today. I happened to be, st- I happened to be standing next to my brother at the urinal and the thought passed through my mind that I should chub up to alpha him. Oh, my God. Despite us being genetically the same, he maintains I'm adopted. While the therapist <laughs> Will the therapist ever work out my inferiority complex, even though I have a better batting average, a higher paid job, and a higher alcohol tolerance? Thoughts? It's anonymous, right? Uh, he wrote in later saying probably best to keep that one anonymous. But I have his details. I mean, <laughs> even just the technical like capacity to
1: chub up at the urinal with yeah. the pace it takes to just to urinate yeah uh to like chub up in that yeah t- i don't know about you i couldn't yeah. achieve that i mean when we talk about chubbing no. up in the dressing rooms yeah. if you've missed the sort of that was sort of the great former cricketer like your old stuff better than your new stuff yeah uh <laughs> that was about being in the dressing rooms and doing that over a sort of sh- like a longer period of time while the right. captain was maybe talking to you or you're yeah. having a beer with your mates before you have a shower yeah. so that you have a little bit more blood down there yeah. you know for what you present to the group yeah but Chubbing up while you're literally doing a piss, Standing next to your brother Standing next to your brother Yeah Who, um, he, who that's happened some, to be standing next to Yeah, that's something yeah. And yeah, the thought crossed my mind yeah. I should chub up here Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm thinking therapists, man yeah. Um, yeah, you can get you can get them uh, they, they still do some kind
0: of thing for that in Australia, don't I would, they? I would walk into a therapist's office and read that And I would say like they, they would walk in. They say, "What can I do for you?" And he'd say, "#AskTGC," <laughs> 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 and then finish what? it with <laughs> finish it with thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and then we'd end up getting banned, uh, book bans. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's been a, a gorgeous uh, what day is it today? Tuesday morning in London at Hyde Park. Many people have been walking past, thinking that we are someone. Little do they know, we're solving guys' uh, issues with um, their penis size at uh, live shows. It's a sociological
1: classes. exploration of the male condition. <laughs> That's what the grade cricketer is. It isn't a uh, satirical overlay of grade cricket circa nineteen ninety nine two mm. thousand and nine inclusive.
0: Yeah, it's uh, an exploration of the male condition. Pez, we had Dan Christian uh, for our guest last night. Mm. He brought his wife Diana along. Mm. Both lovely, uh, lovely people. Lovely people. Um, you got a message from Dan? Got a message from show? Dan uh,
1: just before the show. Yep. Uh, Dan, uh, we we actually hadn't met Dan in person. We'd had him highly recommended as a funny guy. Yeah. And uh, he said, "Look, look um." I don't like my, my wife is coming with me, they're coming down from Nottingham, right. uh down to like Leicester Square Theatre in the west end of London. Yeah. You know, do you think she should come along to the show? Yeah. She's not really that into cricket. And I was like, Hmm, it's pretty niche, Christo. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like I was thinking about her genuinely yeah. and the fact that there's normally sort of ninety-five percent men there. That's right. And uh and then he just texted me again from nowhere and said, We've just gone through your last twenty uh Twitter posts and Instagram posts and she's decided to give it a miss. <laughs> <laughs> But then we met. Yeah. She came to the dressing room beforehand, yeah. and just so we yeah. we all had a beer. And yeah. Deanna decided to stay and enjoy it. We won her it. over. Decided to stay and enjoy it. It so. was good last night. We have One was. show to
0: go. Yeah. Uh, is this going to be released before that? I yeah, it, it will. It will It'll come out. Yeah. So we got Jason Gillespie tonight. That's going to be exciting. Then uh, Lord starts. Then we go home. We do yeah. this. Uh, it's been the end of the tour. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks so much for uh, as ever for listening to this podcast. Thanks for coming to the live shows. Those who did, uh, we'll be back again after the Lord's Test match um, when Australia goes two 0 up, or one one, or one nil. Yeah, the three options. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah.